How many times has Hunt's government betrayed him, disavowed him, cast him aside? How long before a man like that has had enough? Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Professor Jones podcast. We are two brothers. Yes, we are. And we love movies. Woo! Especially these movies. My name is Dave Jones and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones and I am the Diggs. And this week we're taking a break from the alien movie theme and we're talking about I don't know, is this the best action movie franchise ever? Starring the best action movie fran- best action movie star ever? Uh yeah. I, I don't know. I personally would probably say yes to that. I, I think it's over James Bond for me now. I think it's starting to it's starting to take up there. So we're talking about Mission Impossible Fallout this week. And I am stoked to discuss it. But with any Mission about Impossible Fallout 4. Talking about Fallout 4, getting a good discussion. But with any Mission Impossible talk, we had to bring in the number one fan of Mission Impossible. That's right, we're bringing him back, the Tube Sock, a.k.a. Zach Hartman. Welcome to the pod, Zach. Hey, thanks for having me back again. Uh, This is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, I'm the number one fan of these (laughs) movies, so I know the most about these movies. So I'm excited to be here. Excited. (laughs) He is. He's number one, baby. I do really love these movies. I've always. The single guy in the back of the room. I've always loved these movies. Watched them with my dad growing up. uh, And this new one was top notch, I have to say. Absolute. And I, I do think that, yeah, this is probably one of my favorite, for sure, uh, action um, sagas that have come out in yeah. recent memory. Six television, movies long now. Television yeah, series. Yeah, it's my yeah. favorite te- TV series. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, actually, you're kind of going with the the theme of what I was thinking for our, uh, for our bro down anyway. Um, and I did just want to kind of get your guys's... Uh, opinion on this series and where it stands amongst other movies and i kind of said what i think um for me mission impossible i didn't necessarily have the biggest knowledge of it going into this last watch through uh zach and i just recently watched all all five of them beforehand and now we just went and saw fallout oh did um, you guys get to watch them all you guys just all best to, friends yeah you guys just, get to spend so much time together yeah and we our two friends. <laughs> just, I see it escaping me just right before my eyes the entire podcast. Well, you guys just have so much fun together, don't you? Oh, you guys are best friends. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, but no, I think that uh, this this series is so good, and it's not something that I necessarily knew a ton about, but this last watch through, um, three, is, three is a very good one, but man, four and five are just freaking so good and so it it really like rejuvenated my um my enjoyment i guess of these of these films so uh what do you what do you what's your history on mission impossible danny how did how did you feel about it previous to uh to this movie and uh how many times have you seen them stuff like that oh you know same old ethan no um (laughs) i uh so you guys watched all these movies and then you told me to and I had seen Mission Impossible 1 probably like three years ago. I loved it. Um, and I, I, I've seen it before in my life. 
Uh, I think I watched the second one maybe when it came out in theaters. I think three kind of breezed right by me. I know I saw Ghost Protocol, but I didn't like start taking it seriously until like probably like three weeks ago or a month. And I sat down and I just watched every single one of them over the course of like three weeks. Uh, I would find a night here and there or a time here and there that I could sit down and just watch it and, and absorb. I actually watched, I think, every one of them by myself um, for the most part. And I would agree, man, like one through three, all good stuff. Actually, I don't know. Two is uh, OK. Yeah. Um, Two's the weakest but- for sure. Yeah, May is, uh, or what's her name in Westworld? She's Maeve, okay in it. Yeah. So Maeve. Um, I think the dir- <laughs> well, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, yeah, three, I thought was, after I saw three, I was like, dang, these movies are actually pretty good, you know? And then I saw Ghost Protocol and really took that movie in. And it like, I don't know, that movie blew me away when I watched it. And Rogue Nation, I think, is like pretty much on the same exact level of ghost protocol. Both those movies are just incredible to me for some reason. Ghost protocol kind of pulls ahead of rogue nation. Um, but rogue nation is so freaking good. And then, so yeah, I was really excited about this. I knew going into it, I was like about five days late after the premiere when it came out. Um, so I already knew it had like a 97%. I was seeing that on Twitter. Um, I knew that it was going to be, Good. I mean, I knew that people were liking it at least, so I was really excited. Saw it in IMAX. I guess I'll talk about that here in a little bit, but uh, I love, yeah. I, th- I don't know. These movies blow me away. And, the, and the, the fact that we get to watch these things in theaters still. They're still coming out. It's not like a forgotten, buried franchise. Like we, I got to experience that in IMAX, and it was so just... <laughs> so good, so, um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree, man. This was... This was good. I'm, I, I was so glad because I looked forward to this movie so much and it definitely came through so well. Um, Zach, like you said, you were saying that you watched his movies a lot when you were younger <coughs> and you've been a pretty big fan for a long time. You're the number one fan. Yeah, exactly. I'm always the number one fan. Um, but, of every movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, really, I mean, for two decades, he's been churning these movies out. And for the most part, they've been pretty high caliber at least in my opinion, um, as far as like tentpole blockbuster summer big budget movies go, mm-hmm. you know, there's pretty good story and they've been getting better at that for sure. And then now, um, yeah, it just blows me away that, you know, they're still doing this two decades later. Tom is still running around just sprinting. Oh my goodness! The the run. What's the one? It's like, like twenty four thousand steps or something like that. Isn't that something that just they found out? It's like twenty four thousand steps he's taken in his movies or something. <laughs> Incredible! It's, it's, so it's ridiculous. He do, he does though, man. Like, and that's something that should be noted is that Tom Cruise has <clears throat> the best run of any movie star. There's nobody. He's the best in the biz. There's nobody that runs better than Tom Cruise. I mean, we were incredible. waiting for it the whole time. Actually, in fact. Uh, I, I sort of had one question going into this new movie, and that was, how much dialogue do I have to get through in order to see Tom Cruise run? <laughs> <laughs> to see Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's Cruise. And that's like, I'll, I'll just say a little piece about Tom Cruise in general. Um, I just went on like a long car trip, and I was thinking about Tom Cruise and the Mission Impossible movies. And... 
you feel so at ease when you watch all of the Mission Impossible movies. And I think I figured it out because you know when you're driving down the road and you're going through like twists and turns and going through the mountains or something like that, but then you just get this nice, smooth, straight patch and you just get to set the cruise control to like 80, 85 miles an hour and you just go and there's no worries. It's actually kind of fun and it's just there's there's nothing to it and it's so good. And that's when you're what you're driving mission- on cruise and things are getting smooth. Diarrhea. Oh my god. <laughs> diarrhea. This is the second podcast in a row you brought up the diarrhea. Great. Good work. <laughs> it's a good um, song. But it's you turn on cruise control and I think that that's what the Mission Impossible movies have done is that they've just turned on cruise control <laughs> and you know that we are all safe. <laughs> we are all Gotta safe. Got to get a and- picture and print it out of Tom Cruise's head and put it on your cruise control button <laughs> in your car. It'd <laughs> be so good. That would be so great. But man, I love Tom Cruise and that's my hot take is that I posted that on Facebook today. I think that he is the greatest action star of all time. And it's, I mean, sure, he's had a lot in his career, a lot of great movies and a lot of great action flicks and stuff like that. But he's a crazy person in real life, right? Like Tom Cruise is kind of a wild guy and he's done some really ridiculous things. And then there's the whole Scientology aspect of it. But regardless of what you think of him, when you watch him on screen, he always comes through and he's always fantastic. And his dedication to the stunts And all of that stuff is amazing. I mean, when you watch not even this movie, but just like the um, when they're filming. Exactly. (laughs) Night and day. I mean, he's fantastic. But, you know, it's like the stunt then in Mission or Ghost Protocol when Brad Bird was directing and he was on that giant, uh, the tall building in uh, Dubai. Dubai. It's like it's just wild that he does this stuff and he's done these different crazy stunts and it's always him or the you know? rock climbing in two. I mean, I right. know good oh, shot, he was so guy. cool, man. With the limp biscuit to the actually it opens up with the suka suka. Yeah. 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 Heroes and action stars, like you know, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, people like that. Like, I feel like um, Sylvester Stallone's kind of crossed over into some more serious stuff, so that's sweet. But like Arnold Schwarzenegger, he had his like heyday and then kind of fell off the rails, and then you see them pop up and things like The Expendables, and like I don't know, as they get older, it kind of just falls off the rails ish, or they just still kind of try to do that that same old thing um but with tom cruise it just feels like he's just getting better and better with yeah. age well hey, he's, every just, year. he's like agree. a ripe avocado <laughs> <laughs> you know uh well to agree with that it's just like his level of charisma is just so much higher than so many like generic action stars that we think of i mean first you know first person that came to mind bruce willis yeah, he's great, but Tom Cruise is just, to me, much more charming and has much more charisma than Bruce Willis in yeah. the Die Hard movies. Yeah, and I feel like Will Smith Definitely. could probably be up Maybe there. Will Smith, and Will Smith would be a good he one. He seems a little softer than Tom Cruise to me, kind of. He, yeah. yeah. No, for you sure. Know what I mean? Right. And, you know, like Keanu Reeves is another, like, he's probably one of the closest contenders i would say yeah. but i think that i but think he that, doesn't have like the comedy aspect really of it he's very like deadpan right yeah, yeah. no he Stoner. is 
Yeah, he doesn't have much to him. Um, but I think that Tom Cruise, you know, he started out his career in a lot more serious films. You know, I think that Top Gun was kind of the first action movie that he did. And that's not at all like a physical acting performance. It's very much the action is going on around him. He's just in a cockpit, you know, reacting to certain situations. And so, like, you get to like Days of Thunder or... Uh, I guess Mission Impossible is probably the first real big action film that he did. But, mm-hmm. you know, he has so many other good films, like A Few Good Men or um, uh, Eyes Wide Shut Eyes is Wide fine. Shut. But Jerry Maguire, it's like he's incredible in it. So he does have that charismatic character. Show down. me the money. <laughs> Do you guys remember that line from that movie? Yeah, it was uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. said it to him. What's that guy's name? It's not Willie Mae Hayes. That's uh, it's a different movie. Wish I had it. Can't remember his name. So okay. forgot I had it. Forgot I had it. But Dark Tom Knight. Cruise is the best in the biz. He's great. I love him. Great actor. People star. don't like Tom Cruise though. No, Sarah, no it's my, because he's such a weird guy outside of films. Yeah. But there's if you a just lot of let people it go, that don't like Tom Cruise. There's a lot of people that I've heard talk about Fallout so far that didn't like it because they don't like Tom Cruise or they don't like the. And I'm like, it. I don't know. It what blows are you, me crazy? away. Yeah. yeah, what are you crazy? You just gotta That's go to the movie news. and enjoy it for what it is. Like, regardless of the guy, he's an actor, you know, first and foremost, and he's playing a character, and that's what we're watching right now. Right. Not his personal persona. We're not right, watching you know? L. Ron yeah. Hubbard. We're watching exactly. <laughs> we're watching Ethan Hunt. You know what I mean? We're right. not watching the Oprah interview. We're watching <laughs> Ethan Hunt. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That Oprah He's interview is... He's not loving with Katie Holmes in these, you know. I think we might have even talked about this already, but... Man, yeah, the Katie Holmes. That no, that Oprah interview, oh, it's so no, funny. No, it was, it, was, it was Matt Lauer. It was Matt Lauer Today Show. Where he's like, you're not no, looking at the bigger picture, Matt. Matt no, yeah. Why would you say that, Matt? Like, no, um, yeah. he just gets so angry. Um, but he's the best. He really is. You ask him dude, about anything and he's so happy, you know? Uh, how do you like being in Paris, Tom? And he's like, this is the best city I have ever been to <laughs> He's always just life. so exact. He's so, always a little bit too much. But <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you got um, him. So, I mean, just to talk about the other ones for a second, I don't know. I didn't ask you guys to rank these out, but I think we all probably have a pretty good idea of what the what the rank is in your minds. I'll I'll volunteer mine first. Um, Mine goes pretty much exactly in order. I would say now six, five, four, three, one, two. From best to worst, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's I mean, it's not even best to worst because they're all. No, they pretty all good. Have, yeah, they all have their like good qualities. Yeah, two for is sure. barely even a bad movie. Like it's actually pretty sweet. Right. I actually I really enjoy two. Put me down for a thousand. Be down for a thousand. Isn't it John Woo? Yep, yeah, John Woo directed the second one, and then it I was just J. didn't J. really Abrams, like the camera camera Brad work Bird, in two. We Moore. talked about that when we watched it. The camera, the what were I think it was a lot of cuts. Yeah, the camera work in two was really weird, man. Like there was a, I got a, lot a little of cuts bit nauseous and a lot of at times. Ups. Yeah, very strange stuff. It just kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead with yours though, Zach. Your ranking, if oh, you want. I guess uh, starting at the lowest, I'd probably put two, and then I'd probably do. Pra, I'll say three. So two, three, Rogue Nation. One, Ghost Protocol, and Fallout. Is that all of them? Did I say all yeah. of them? Yeah. Yeah, you're wow. all over the place. Interesting. Right? I'm kind of all over the place. List. But in, he, the weird thing is, I 
don't think I saw the third one because I think I was so let down by the second one. And I finally rewatched it like two years ago. And I was like, holy crap, this third one's actually really good. Holy crap. (laughs) Holy crap. This third one's actually pretty good. Yeah. And it was. It was pretty good. And then they kind of had Holy poo. (laughs) Holy poo-poo. That one's good. (laughs) Like, they had that hiatus, and then Ghost uh, Ghost Protocol came out, and it was like, yeah, here we go again, baby. I'm ready. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, gosh. It was a great, like, reintroduction into the Mission Impossible franchise, I thought. For sure. For sure. What's yours, Danny? Uh, Pretty much the same as yours, Dave. Just just interchanging Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation. So my top is six, Fallout, and then it goes Ghost Protocol, then Rogue Nation, then MI3, then Mission Impossible 1, and then 2 at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Two is bottom of the barrel, no matter how you look at it. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think we all can kind of agree that well, that's surprising that Rogue Nation is so far down on yours. Well, and it's tough because I really I would debate doing that too. If I watched three again and then Rogue Nation, I'm I I, I just I don't know. like three a Those lot because kinda... it had Philip Seymour, J.J. Abrams directed it. I really liked. No, I agree. Yeah. I really liked the diff how different it was from two. Um, yeah, it has a much I think much it was more serious little... tone. And with that, I think, too, there was some definitely corny aspects. Yeah. I thought like the fact that his wife could kill Billy Crudrup or whatever. Is Crudup. Yeah. Crudup. Crudrup. Crudrup. Holy crud. Holy crud. <laughs> it's Billy Crudup. <laughs> Billy, yeah, that's his tagline. <laughs> Holy crud. Billy Crudup's Holy in another movie. <laughs> He's actually a good actor. I think that he's, he's great. He's underrated. He Very was fantastic so. and almost famous, and he's really great in Big Fish. But mm-hmm. go on, I please. think he's fine. He's rated right where just he where he needs to be. <laughs> I think he's he's crud. exactly. I think he's beer crud. He's crud. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just think that the Philip Seymour was much more relatable as a villain than um, some weird. Well, I guess, you know what? Rogue Nation was the guy that we saw in this one. That's what I'm saying. Did you guys see Rogue Nation? (laughs) I don't know. It's tough. Have you seen that? I get it. And if you go back and you listen, I was debating between three and Rogue Nation. I had a tough time. No, no. It's it's tough because they're all No, Sean Harris is great, man. Solomon Lane. I mean, he's, yeah. yeah. He's a fantastic villain. And I think that that's, I think that that's where, because for me, like the debate between four and five is really big because I don't know which one I want to choose because I think that they are very, they both are very good. And I think that JJ Abrams with three kind of reset where Mission Impossible was going. He pushed it into that area to where you're like, oh, these could actually be really good. These aren't just like goofy little action movies. Sure. Yeah. But then Brad Bird took took it in ghost protocol and was like, this is what these movies should be like actually. Mm -hmm. And then Richard McQuarrie, I think like, I feel like Richard McQuarrie really found a good groove for what these movies should be like. And I think that, I mean, Brad Bird did establish like a lot of the, the humor and stuff like that, but I don't know, man, like the, the team that they have in uh, rogue nation, it just is so good. And I, I just love what they did. I think that, Richard McQuarrie, 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 LaCroix. Is it LaCroix? <laughs> Richard LaCroix. Um, <laughs> Richard McQuark. 
is it grapefruit pamplemousse? What do we got? Key lime? Um, <laughs> is it pample no. or pamplemousse? I'm not is it pample? <laughs> Did you get the pample or pample? Did you pop that pample? Um, so, <laughs> so I it's think a brand of LaCroix with, or a flavor with, of LaCroix, excuse me. Go ahead, Danny. Do you want to get your thought out? Um, I do. So with Rogue Nation, I feel like he got it right. The movie was great. I just felt like the score wasn't quite there for me. That's right. Cause like you have Giacchino in the previous you like, have G- two. Yeah. Yeah, and so I love that. Um, I haven't even looked at who scored this one, um, but I felt like this one, they got it right. Like, whoever did the score for this, it was unbelievably brilliant because I thought the directing in Rogue Nation was definitely there. There was just, like, things, something that was kind of missing. And then, I don't know, I saw Fallout, and it was like, whoa. So uh, I'll yeah. just... I'll just throw it in there. Um, Lauren Balfe is the guy that did the um, the score for this for, for this Fallout. film. Yeah, and he's done a lot of things. Nothing too huge, though. I think that this is pretty big for him. Lego did he do Batman Alf? Movie. He did Alf. Uh, <laughs> well, it looks like he did Thirteen Hours. He's had a pretty good Terminator Genesis. I mean, none of these are fantastic movies, but they're fairly. He's big getting movies. work. He's yeah, providing he's for he's his family. Paid, it's the American sure. dream. He's making more money than we do. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To add to the, let's <laughs> <laughs> <else> get sad. <laughs> <laughs> to add to the score of yeah. this one, there was a scene. Um, I guess I'm kind of spacing on it now, but it's like the shot is a couple characters are out of focus, and there's like this foreboding music playing as the camera comes into focus. And at that moment I was like, Oh, this is pretty good. Right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it struck me more definitely in this one than in rogue. Right. Uh, nation. But I mean, to me, just, just that mission impossible theme is so synonymous with like Tom. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just so classic. I it's just, I love absolute it. icon iconic. And yeah. it's uh Danny Elfman came up with the original score. So he deserves all the props because every other composer that's done any of these films gets to work from what he it, made up. Right. So. That's like Harry Potter, Johnny dubs yeah, bringing like in that theme. And then John Williams you know, did the first two and everybody's like, well, you just wrote the most dope theme ever. So, we'll you know, I think this. he actually got credit for the third one. Did he really? John, John, John Williams? Williams. I'm pretty sure he might've actually stayed through the third one. I think you're right. I think he I, did do the third one too. If I were John yeah, Williams, I'd there's want to that work big with Alfonso yeah. Cuaron. Yeah, I would have jumped ship after they ditched but, Christopher uh, Columbus. You know, I know Chris Columbus. Oh, no pun intended. I know that was jump good, ship. right? It was smooth too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, they're all great. They're good movies. The first one is really great, and I being like Zach, the second. Yeah, worst your first one was pretty actually, far up there. Yeah. I think it's great. It's a huge nostalgia piece for me, for sure. Right. You're just a really big just... fan of John Voight or <laughs> No. <laughs> Not really. It's or the, the girl. What is Claire? Claire, whatever her name, the actress. Huxtable? I don't Huxtable. remember. I don't know what is. her name is, but the girl. Four o'clock, well, four hundred, well, four hundred, Ethan, four o'clock. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. She's annoying, but I just I just love just the original concept of it you know that was just the first that was just the first one i mean hostile is hostile lasagna don't get any on you 
You know, that's just classic. Classic. Red light, green light. <laughs> you know, well. Classic mid-90s. Baby. I always forget that, like, Coach Bombay dies in an elevator shaft, oh, too. Straight through I the know. face. Which was very reminiscent of how Henry Cavill, spoiler alert. Yeah, let's hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, <laughs> hey, guys. Cool it over there. Cool it, cool it. Uh, I think that we all do really want to just get to the movie. So let's, yeah. let's, yeah. The other ones are friggin' awesome. They're great. Uh, let's move Spectre on. Spectre was a little bit lower in my list, but. Yeah, Spectre was actually really disappointing. I thought that uh, Christoph Waltz was going to really pull it off Skyfall. well. Oh, okay. Yeah. For, yeah, it took me a second to get there, guys. James jumping to James Bond suddenly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, got to hit the bullseye. I don't know. I'm trying to, like, a gun pun for James Bond. I don't know. Anyway. You're fired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Let's load it up. Load it up, man. So, yeah, this is, I don't know. There, there was a point in this movie about halfway through where a phrase came into my mind. And I'm not going to say it is, but I just think it's in the running. Okay. Greatest action movie of all time. Hasta <laughs> <laughs> lasagna, don't get in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it isn't. But, and I think that you posted a similar thing on Facebook, Danny, where you said that was the most fun I've ever had at a theater because this movie is absolutely mind blowing as far as action goes. I was on the edge of my seat, losing it for the entire film, entire film. They didn't stop. They did a pretty good job of just, just freaking building, building, building and building. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I don't know. It's so like. Tom Cruise was completely on his game. Like he was fantastic. Simon Pegg did such a good job. This is going to be a hot take. I think that Ving Rhames wasn't fantastic. There were some I, scenes that I thought I can that agree. he was really dragging in. But I mean, he still he you know he's Ving. You Rames bring in you bring in Jeremy Renner instead. In. He he did not look fantastic. No, like whereas he, Alec Baldwin looked spectacular. He did look great. always and his yeah. acting not, not was in 30 so Rock. Great. In Thirty Rock, he's jowly. Right. Is he really? Yeah, but this because I'm watching, I'm rewatching Thirty Rock right now. Mm-hmm. But to see him, oh, really? the first scene that he's in, I was like, he looks thin, dude. He looks really good. Oh yeah, he so, looked he looked really great in this. But back to Ving Rhames, I apologize. No, I just I mean he just doesn't look very healthy. Ving Rhames looked terrible. The reason I mean I love Ving Rhames, like he's a fantastic yeah. guy, and like he's been in some great films. And it's you know it's just sad when you see some. I mean, with some actors getting older and some of them don't stay as healthy, healthy as others. And I mean, you know, how old is Ving Rhames anyway? He's probably close 70. to, he is almost 60. He's like 58, I think. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, he's an old dude. Well, and the older. reason like Jeremy Renner wasn't in it is because he's Hawkeye and he was doing Avengers stuff. Right. And they wanted to have him as a cameo, but for one reason or another. He didn't. They didn't want another uh, mustache. It's unfortunate. I love him so much. He was great. I think he was a great addition to the Mission Impossible franchise, and it's a Mm -hmm. bummer that he wasn't in it. It is. Bring him back. Petition. 
Bring, Bring back Renner, Renner back. worked for James Gunn, right? Well, didn't they? So, like, I mean, this is like a little behind the scenes on Ouch. Mission Impossible, but didn't they want to make Jeremy Renner like the new frontman of Mission Impossible, and that's why they brought him on in yep. Ghost Protocol, right? Yep. He first appears on the scene, and that was because Tom Cruise like had this thing going already, but they didn't know if they wanted to support Tom Cruise fully after the whole. This was like during the World of Worlds time. And he did that whole Oprah thing, and everybody's like, gosh, Tom Cruise is weird now. Right. And so they didn't know if he could fully do it, but then Tom just wanted to keep doing it, so they just had Jeremy Renner in the movie anyway, and it worked out. And I thought that he was a great part of the cast. He's a great part so, of the cast. Yep. It's sad. I do miss him. I think that he would have been nice to have in there. But, I mean, whatever, though. Bing Rames is fine. Simon Pegg's good. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, that Ilsa character, I love her. She's I great. Absolutely adore that actress. She won me over in this one for sure. I think maybe I w- I didn't I wasn't all the way there in Rogue Nation, and she completely won me over in this one. Right. Oh man, that's another scene in Rogue Nation where they do the Nessun Dorma scene in the opera house, and she's trying to. Um, oh, I love that dude. That scene, right at the, that whole scene. That like high note in the nice piece and turned out. Yeah, it's a sweet opera. But um I, I love that scene. That's like one of my favorite scenes in all of them. Um but it's amazing. Anyway. And like just like the whole setup for that whole scene, and they have the the flutes or the piccolos that turn into guns, and it's all I don't know, so creative. Yeah, that's the scene love where it. Richard McQuarrie, I was like, Oh, I actually do love this movie like a little bit more than all the others. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was great. I loved Ilsa. She's awesome, but I mean Sean Harris, that guy playing Solomon Lane. I love that they brought a villain back. This is the first time they've ever done that. Yeah, it's a continuation of the of the story. I I like that, which is cool. It's cool. Yeah, Ethan Hunt. I know all of your all of your good deeds. (laughs) The way he talks, it's so. He's not. I don't know. You kind of made it sound like I don't know a Canadian or something. Try it again. What does he say? All your, all of your good deeds are the, your good, <laughs> the, um, your mission, the, should you choose to accept it. Jeez, that, that sneeze, was, like, turned him straight into it. It that got was pretty good. Yeah, got you, like, real really, measly. let me try. <laughs> all right. You go. You go, Danny. Sorry, I'm trying. Your mission, should you choose. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like uh, oh, what's his name? The Fallout. Your mission. Completely falling, falling away from it. There cannot be peace without <clears throat> without first a great suffering. Uh, okay, <laughs> the Princess Bride bit. Uh, but um, that's your no, bit. Huh? Yeah, that's the bit. That's the one. You sound like an elderly, like I don't know, Steve almost like Hawking. an elderly, like Asian guy. Like, oh, I cannot be. <laughs> it sounded more Irish than anything. <laughs> <laughs> like keep falling back to that Irish accent. Good morning, Ethan Hunt. Good morning. <laughs> the fallout of all your good be. intentions. So <laughs> it's <always> great. Uh, <laughs> you know, but the person that we haven't even mentioned yet. Superman, man. I know. Henry Cavill. The question that I went into this thinking is, is how bad Superman or what is it? Uh, Dawn of Justice or 
what is it? Justice, Justice League. Justice League. Oh, it's just called Justice League. Yeah. Right? How whatever. bad Justice League was. Was it worth this movie? Absolutely. 100%. All that weird stuff of Henry Cavill having like yeah, the a weird CGI. $3 million dollar mustache removal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's awful. I mean, how ridiculous how, is that? And it's, it's so ridiculous. good that he didn't do the CGI for Fallout. Like he chose the right movie to tank. Oh, because this movie is freaking incredible. Infinitely and I'm so glad. And his character, he's so good in this movie. He's great. I love Henry Cavill. After this movie, I'm like, yeah. Let's get him away from. Let's the get him and stuff. everything. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he's a bad he's guy. A, he's a bad guy, and he's he's a good looking guy too. He's I mean, good, I'm not. Yeah. You know, that's he's yeah. I well, mean, you, you watch know, him, you're like, wow, he's like Hercules he's, or something. He's good. He's, a hunk. he's good in Count of Monte Cristo as you know the kid or whatever. But then he also played Lord Brandon in uh, the Tudors. The show about Henry the Eighth. He's just another guy in the mo- in the show, and he's awesome in that. Yeah, for everybody who watched that, uh, I would say that that show had a pretty big following. So, if you were active in like about five, six years ago, I think you were probably into it. it was I'll have to study years. up on it. Need a tutor. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you can watch it with Leanna once she, once she's your wife, because Henry the Eighth had like eight wives. I didn't right. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a stretch for me, um, but Henry Cavill's great. So let's dig into the plot. What do you what do you say, guys? I think we talked about everybody. Richard McCory's great. All the actors are great. Uh, Balf, <laughs> the, the, whatever the guy is, I don't know. He has a weird name. Uh, the composer Barf is really Belfie. good. Yeah, is <laughs> Barf the composer? Belfie. But it's great. Um, so how does this movie start out even? I'm trying to remember. It starts off what... with the dream sequence, which I liked those dream sequences that they put in this movie. Oh, yeah. they brought back Michelle Monaghan. They sure yep. did. Yeah, who looks and... a lot like. Oh, we forgot to talk about her husband, the guy from The Hunger Games that's getting real gray. Wes Bentley. How old is he now? Because he was looking. Really? That's her husband? Is Wes Bentley? Yeah. Well, in, wow. in the movie. Well, in the movie, it was that actor. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Got but it. he's looking not young. No. What would that be? I thought they left him on that planet in Interstellar. <laughs> no, he died. 50? Oh, yeah, he died 50? on the, the mm-hmm. wave planet. He's 40. Okay. Yeah, 40 years old. Oh, he's looking older than 40. He does he's like the knockoff Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. He's, like what he, he's just Shasta. Henry Somebody. Cavill. He's like, he's, they all get to the location and he looks at Tom Cruise and he looks at Henry Cavill and he's just like, shoot. Shoot. He's like, dang it. <laughs> he's kind of like, they the brought me in like, to make these guys look good. Because he was pretty popular maybe like 10, 15 years ago. He'd be like a knockoff like Josh Hartnett or something. What was he popular in? What, Four Feathers? That's he was the only in the thing four, I really remember. He was in him Four in. Feathers and then he was in American Beauty. He was in oh, something right. else that was pretty big. Hunger Games. I mean, Hunger Games well, was kind of a stretch. I mean, that's he was just a random guy in the Hunger Games. I mean, he Hunger was Games just ended up not being that. I don't know. Stopped watching remember, it. The books were the same the way, though. One. It's like the first book was awesome. The second book was pretty fun. And then the third book was a big disappointment. What's the uh, what's the Japanese version called? Oh, Battle Royale. That? Battle Royale. That's it's like you watch sick. the Hunger Games and you're like, actually, you know, if you want to watch something that's like the real hunger games and they just show kids killing each other. Just watch battle Royale. And, and that's what so, you're into. 
Danny's a big, he loves a good bloodbath. Bloodbath. Yeah. Give me a big bloodbath. He <laughs> uh, put a bunch of kids in a ring. I watch them, you know. Oh, yep. boy. Uh, <laughs> bloodbath. Yeah, but so they do the, sh- the dream sequence. And I'm trying to remember where this movie even well, started, though, because I know where it ends up. I think was at that location. It almost looked like where it did kind of look the like the bomb that. would go off. Right. Yeah. It yeah, did look like, like down that on the water. Location, right. Yeah. Beautiful location, by the way. Great. Gorgeous. Crap. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Holy yeah. Crud. Cashmere. <laughs> Holy, Holy crud. <laughs> I just saw something that Cashmere. Uh, doesn't want to be associated with this movie. Why? I don't know. Cause smallpox, maybe. I don't know. I did. I just saw something though, that they don't want to be associated with it. India's like, that's going to cut off. People I don't know. I don't know Kashmir. their reasoning. I just saw that. Interesting. Well, and we could speculate yeah. as to why they wouldn't want to be associated with it, but. Did they not I like wonder, the song from the 70s either because it was associated with, like, drugs and stuff? Maybe. Could be. Who knows? I don't know. I wonder what Wool is going to do. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Uh, aren't they related to denim? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you could have. There's, there's I know. There's so much better. I was sitting there thinking. Yeah. But That's tough, I blew though. It. Good call. Uh. Oh boy! Okay, we're gonna get stuck on puns here. Let's move on. Yeah, so uh, the start of the movie, dream sequence. Right. So, so the what happens is that they're trying to get the plutonium, and yeah, they know. have that standoff at the very beginning. I know. Every time they say plutonium, I always think. Well, of that hey, did you? Are, are you talking about a like a after the your mission? Should you choose to accept it? Because right, yeah. When that when that happened, and he did the whole, I think it was the record player, right? Was it the record player in this one? Yeah. What was with it? the prick record of blood? blood? Yeah, the prick of blood. After that, because it showed all that, and I leaned over to Leanna, and I was like, "And right there is the plot of the movie, and that's why these movies are so incredible." Because it barely like diverted from that at all. There was a couple of twists and turns here and there, but Mission Impossible is so amazing to me because it just lays out like the apostles and the plutonium and all this other stuff. And you're like, sweet, that's all I need to know. Now I can just sit back and enjoy. Well, every time they do that opening like song, they go through the whole movie in every movie. It's so great. They've done that. Right. They always do that. And I like that it's dependable like that. Um, but yeah, plutonium and gets the mission and we know what to expect from Ethan. Right. And we always same old in that. Yeah. And it's like, it's comforting your Mm -hmm. cruise control. It's comforting. You know, you're going to go to mission impossible and somehow Ethan will succeed. He always will. And that's so at that point though, they do that, that standoff, right. With those dudes where he decides to save Ving Rhames instead of, actually yep. getting the plutonium and that's when they go to that next scene where it shows uh the guy like sitting in bed or whatever and oh, he's the yeah, one that wrote the, the manifesto which i actually was really curious what was in that manifesto because they like barely even said any of it just the first line right but then it had wolf blitzer that was that was so good like they, i loved all of that well and that's like that's just directly from one the very first one. Right, right. Dimitri, and then they take down the set after they knock him out. It's just so classic. Right. But it was so good, and um, I thought that it was just... 
Because what what did they blow up? They blew up uh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Mecca, Mecca and. Uh, and uh, the Vatican, they blew up Vatican yep. City. So, like, that was, I was just curious. I mean, this is kind of, you know, in my just a rant that might not be as interesting to other people, but I just thought it was interesting that they hit like three holy places for mm-hmm. three different, like, huge religions in the world. So, I was kind of curious what the manifesto was. You know, it's like, were they actually trying to wipe out uh, organized religion in some way or try to do something of that nature? Because it's like they hit Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. That so. could just emote the most amount of suffering. I guess so. Yeah. Hit because, the holy places. Yeah, people that lose would, that that holy center right. to them. And that would cause a lot of grief and suffering and angst and anxiety. Buddhists and Hindus are getting off pretty easy there, though. Yeah, that's true. Only three bombs. But those are... I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I would assume those are the three most populated religions. Uh, not Judaism. Um, it's not. I don't yeah, know. I would. I would imagine that Hindus and uh, Buddhists. Uh, I'm going to put some coffee on. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got into a whole thing. Um, you guys uh, want some? I'm putting on. A, I'm going to put it on the pot. You guys want to? <laughs> you guys want some coffee? Just got to wake up here. Anyway, I mean, but yes, Christianity and Islam yeah, well, are actually, by uh, far the, uh, the president. They are the blah, blah, blah. Um, But either way, that was an interesting. <laughs> if you actually just, look back in history, and you know, <laughs> it's, I actually did a lot of studying when I was in college. Uh, as if it's nerdy <laughs> to like have an interest in religion. <laughs> oh, is it, David? I guess it is actually. It's I very, digress. <laughs> yes, I digress. But I don't even guy, know what that means. <laughs> but but I digest. <laughs> hey, we don't know what uh, Peppy. What does Star Lord say? Sp- uh, not spunky. We don't know what that means. I can't remember what the line is, anyway. but I remember it being. You I remember watch I This is us. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, look at us go <laughs> This is just We're falling apart fast here <laughs> I'm telling you, first two episodes I've cried several times yeah. It's worth the watch Sarah cries every time she watches it It's freaking, yeah It's good, I didn't think it was gonna be We just got Hulu last night For the I've never had Hulu You have to sit through the ads still It's brutal What's That's with the that? one thing I hate. Like, why are we talking about that? I don't know. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, Thirty Rock. Hulu. Why are like why are you discussing <laughs> like thirty this? second ads? <laughs> yeah, eighty nine second ads. It's yeah. See, that's the one where you're like, okay, ninety seconds. I have Hindu or Hindu. Got religion on the brain. Actually, people say Hindi, but now I can't remember. Um, let's Indiana Jones. Indiana, there you go. Um, no, but I, I have Hulu, and I don't have to do 30-second ads, so I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you pay extra or something? I'm leeching off a friend. Maybe they have, See, like, I am a, too. Maybe they have like the, the better... Upgraded version. Yeah, he's paying the most. basic version. Well, then yeah. I'm just going to get... It's actually yeah, a I, great deal, because a friend of mine at work, him and I were talking, and I have the HBO now, and he, he has Hulu, and we just exchanged information, but then he realized that he had to get HBO Go, because he was operating from his Xbox, and he doesn't have an Apple TV, so I just get away scot-free with his Hulu account, and I don't nice. even have to have him leech off my... HBO stuff. Well, does he listen to the podcast? Uh, I don't think he does. Because you just gave yourself, okay. Yeah, well, cool. You know, you might have just given yourself up. Oh, he might have stumbled across this. No, he knows. He's in, he's fully aware of this. And he's fine with it. 
Yeah, and I told me told him if he needed me to cancel, I would, but I'm gonna keep leeching off him. Yeah, right though. I'll cancel, dude. <laughs> I have his information actually somewhere around here. Hold on. Should we just read it oh out? Oh my gosh, we're cutting all of this. Yeah. It's yeah, right down the time, but <laughs> it's username RB. David, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Anybody that wants some free Hulu. Some free Hulu. He's just going to have like <coughs> thousands of requests because that's well, how many people listen. Maybe not. Probably <laughs> only get like three or four or something. Well, with the upgraded, yeah, right. you might, yeah, you might have three or four. But with basic, all Sarah and I can do is two screens at any given time. I think he has three. Anyway, so Hulu, you're telling me you can watch. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's move on. All right. <laughs> let's, who knew? Let's Hulu hoop our way out of this situation. Hindu. Okay. There you go. Um, but anyway, they do the thing where they trick the guy and then Wolf Blitzer shows up and it turns out to be Simon Pegg. And right there, I was just melting in my seat already. Like, yes, it's freaking mission impossible. They're I doing know. it to us already. I know. Pegg finally gets his mask. Because I was horrified when it showed like those cities had been blown up. I was like, my goodness. I know. This they would blew be it. insane. They blew it, you know? Yeah. That'd be awful. But they did that in, is that Rogue Nation? They blew up Russia. The right. Kremlin. Yeah, they blew up the Kremlin in Russia. So that was pretty crazy. But anyway. Well, they, they didn't blow up the Kremlin, but the Kremlin got you. Well, yeah, you're saying that. Yeah, okay. Never mind. It didn't actually right. happen, Danny. It's in a movie. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what got blown up? <laughs> um, we should probably just say spoilers. Don't listen any further. If Yeah. Yeah, we're going to start spoiling a lot this of This podcast stuff. has been sitting out for way too long now. It is. It's spoiled. Yeah. Good one. It's been the sitting sp- in the sun. It's spoiled. It's, sitting, it's rotten. You can reap the spoils of the original or the first half of the podcast and enjoy the spoils of the second. You know what I mean? To the victor go the spoils. (laughs) (laughs) I just pictured a girl going out to dinner with you and you saying that and like (laughs) enjoy the spoils of the second half of the night. Know what I mean? Uh, you know what I For the listener, like, I winked oh. there too, so that's important. It'd be great. But yeah, it would be fantastic. So somebody help me. What happens after that? Like the the first half of this movie is so mixed up in my head. So what I think actually uh, they trick the guy, and then don't they? They get the codes. Well, they meet up with Alec Baldwin. And then there's yeah, see, then they're walking to the plane and they're going to do the skydiving to, thing. Oh, and then it's the Henry Cavill, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, introduction to Henry. And that was just, gosh, man. Like, that my lightning bolt. the entire movie, my job was like, I'm not even kidding, just like, oh, the entire way through. Because I was just, I don't know. It was so tense, so unbelievably tense the entire time. And no, it's crazy. And that and man, starting that God, the skydiving thing was just like, oh my gosh. Well, and I like that he walked to the edge and then <laughs> walked back. Um, I just love, I loved how it was just like, like steady cam, just over the shoulder type stuff, that type of film. Yeah, film yeah. Working, and then the stunts. You know, I'm sure they didn't have him skydiving in a thunderstorm, but like when he's crawling up the helicopter towards the end. Like that looked pretty legit. Like he was actually doing it, oh, and maybe attached all to all of the stuff at the end is real. Yeah, he flew that yeah, helicopter. No, yeah, he oh, wow. he, and he was doing it like seven days a week, practicing. He right. would wake up and you know before yeah. shooting, 
practice Tom Cruise, helicopters. Tom Cruise literally learned how to fly a helicopter and did a lot of that scene. I mean, obviously not as crazy as it is in the, in the movie. Right. But, I mean, they have so many good reaction shots of him doing stuff. And even to the point where he learned how to do a controlled roll. Like, a controlled roll and, like, that a is ridiculous. fall. And That's so very impressive. he did some nuts stuff. And I guess that like Richard McQuarrie was like losing hair over it. Like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna that would be kill so Tom Cruise. Scary. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I mean, it's, it works because this movie was freaking incredible. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah. So, and I don't know if that, if that, uh, skydiving thing was at all real. Uh, I guess I right, could probably it get away with it. I think a lot of it was real. They might have. They probably could have like CGI'd a storm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, the storm was definitely fake. I don't know. We're, we're going to have to look that up because I, I but can't. But, dude, that scene when he's like, you scared of a little lightning? Just it's freaking sad. gets struck What's the matter, immediately. Hard. Scared of a little lightning and just <laughs> dives off oh. the edge. And you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I love that line. What does he say? He's like, the last thing that will go through your mind are your knees. Right. No, that's yeah. A, that's a funny, that was a great line, that's too. That's a funny line. Yeah. But I didn't, the one thing that I will point out that bugged me, and it bugged me for a while throughout the entire movie, is that Henry Cavill is supposed to be this super badass dude, right? But he kind of acts like an idiot a couple times. and kind of a meathead. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe he's just a big meathead. He's a football you know. player in high school. Right. Ooh. What did, <laughs> no, what did oh, she Speaking of that, listeners. you guys see Last Chance You? Oh, uh, no, we didn't. Um, <laughs> New on but, Netflix. It's really good. Okay. Do you guys so, have Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> but what did she, what did she say when she was like, uh, you use a scalpel, I use a hammer right. or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that yeah, was a good a, line. He's a bull in a China shop. Right. But he like freaking doesn't have his oxygen on at one point. Hey, he doesn't then, know how to use any of this stuff. He's just like, screw it. I'll be cool. Whatever. Right. But then but, he I mean, will die. I, like but Ethan I ends up saving him. It's, I wanted at some point them to be like to address that and be like, oh, he meant to do that for some reason. I don't know. But whatever. It was it was it was a sweet scene. Very cool. Loved it. But that was one. I guess it could have been like to test Hunt's loyalty. I mean, that doesn't really work because he would have died. So it would have been exactly. Yeah, that's just the whole Henry Cavill just almost dying and then moving on is kind of like, man, this character just really. But these movies are so crazy. I mean, it's tense enough having these guys skydive, but then you have one of them get hit by lightning. Then he wakes up, sees that the other guy's like oxygen thing is all messed up. So then he has to like swim over through the sky and try to get him. Then he misses, comes all the way back. Then he has to connect a tube while he's falling in there. Meanwhile, getting closer to the ground. Oh, I love that. It's like like 8,000. Seven thousand. It's just ridiculous. You're just 6, like, 000. oh my You're just gosh. watching the skyline you know, just, get closer and closer. <laughs> you oh. know what I do love too is that you watch so many components of this movie, and in your head you're going, "That's impossible." And then you're like, it's that's the point. Mission Impossible. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the title of the movie just puts that away for good, that you can't say anything's impossible because that's the freaking point of the movie. Well, the IMF is the impossible mission. Impartial. Impartial. (laughs) The impartial mission force. (laughs) (laughs) They go in and operate where other countries can't. (laughs) They're impartial. They're impartial and impartial party um but so that was that's a, such a good scene but then they land and 
Again, somebody help me out. What happened? They get to the they get to this the the freaking the white widow club DJ doing his thing. Yeah, they're all having fun. That's when it goes to the bathroom scene. Yeah, and and dude, right when they walked into you that bathroom, you would have been a club kid like, in that yes. freaking that scene. You would have been the kid that's out there on the dance floor getting Woo. all sweaty. Hey, what's your water. name? <laughs> my dad owns this place. Hey, yeah, yeah, my dad he owns this place. What's going on? <laughs> but dude, what, but what were you saying you about okay? the bathroom scene, Danny? <laughs> Why? You look kind of pale. <laughs> Where's my friends? Um, <laughs> that bathroom scene was such a good fight scene, and just Henry Cavill just banging his chest, like getting ready to. Oh, baby, because you know, like the equivalent. The equivalent of Tom Cruise running is Henry Cavill whipping off his jacket and freaking putting up his dukes, like going into the fight. You're like, yes, just loading up his arms to fight. But I was also so excited for that scene because I had seen it in the trailer so many times and the way that they do it in the trailer, it looks so cool and it didn't really disappoint. I mean, that scene was was crazy, crazy. When Henry Cavill just throws the guy through, like he throws him through the mirror. Like, and he actually did that. Like, there was, I was looking at a thing for the stunts, and he just, like, picks up that dude and just, like, throws him. Oh, my gosh. Those, the stunts were great, and the choreography of the fight scene was really good, too. And it, those, like, hits, they, they were, like, they were smacking each other hard. Real it's, deal. It seemed yeah. like they were, like, hitting mm-hmm. pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. It looked really good. Those guys are tough. They're tough. Dude, Henry Cavill, like... <laughs> I think that they played that just right, though, because Henry Cavill's a big dude, but they made him seem like he's just a freaking brick. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just a solid chunk of muscle coming yeah, at you. Pretty much, dude. A muscle, just a block of muscle and mustache coming to freaking ruin <laughs> your day, <laughs> ruin your life. Uh, he's too so good. I loved that. But and I loved the point of all that. I mean, it's just like the the storyline flowed so well too, and I think that that's a really yeah, big, straight into the White Widow, straight into the White Widow scene, goes, which so she was great too. We before didn't even we talk before about we get into good. that, just sure. real quick, I I love that like he hits him with his briefcase, and you're like, geez, what did he hit him with? And then you realize that he just ruined their mask making. I know. ability. And that's like, a that was good a good, bit. just little detail. And it fit in so perfectly. Oh, yeah. And that's another said, bonehead mover. He's just the meathead. Yeah. And I he's love Tom Cruise because he's like, dude. Yeah. Gosh, well, and OK, so maybe it. that's just a symptom of who he is. He just doesn't think things through. And that's maybe what they were trying to highlight with the not having the oxygen and hitting the guy with the computer that they need to go forth with their plan. Or he was sabotaging it. Good point. Who knows? Or he was sabotaging it. But that is a good point. I mean, he seems very reactionary, though. Yeah, because Tom Cruise does always have this, or Ethan Hunt, excuse me. He always has this stuff in his head of, I'm about to die right now. I could use that briefcase to hit this dude in the face. Not going to, because I need that briefcase. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He has to keep that in his mind. And so when Henry Cavill does it, he's like the dad from Billy Madison. What are you, some kind of moron? <laughs> yeah, you don't think things through. Exactly. But fantastic love that scene and then into the white widow which vanessa kirby the actress she was the younger sister in the crown i was trying to figure out who she was the whole time because i knew she looked familiar but she was oh for everybody who's seen that show it's great it's a great period piece about queen elizabeth i mean how (laughs) can i haven't seen it either is nobody interested in the British monarchy? I mean, <laughs> am I the only one here? 
<laughs> Am I the only one that cares? Uh, yeah, I don't they know. freaking led Western civilization for forever, you guys. So you guys want another cup? I can grab some more coffee if you guys want. <laughs> <I'm just getting laughs> so the thing I loved about White Widow, her entrance, and and I don't know how many people caught this. It was very like nonchalant. Very. This is going to be over your head, Danny. So you probably could go get the coffee if you want. Uh, <laughs> I'll was, go get it. It started. was very like underscored, but um, that when her introduction, she's talking about her mother, and her mother's name is Max. And Max is the female character in the very first Mission Impossible that Tom Cruise works with. And she also uses a quote. She uh, is it the older chick? Yes. Oh, it's, it's the lady that says, um, oh, Should I say just, older woman, not chick. I don't know. Sorry. Did I <laughs> yeah. Say chick? No, I, I said, oh, chick. is that that chick from that thing? <laughs> um, no, she says um, you're something of a. What was the word? Paradox. Paradox. Thank you. She says that the white widow and her mother, Max, in the very first movie, used that exact same verbiage to talk. Oh, sweet. So they're they're connected. Okay, so it could be it's in the same universe. And Max is also the name of Goofy's son in a Goofy movie. Oh, my gosh. See, I can do this too, Danny. They've so, been laughing. <laughs> I can be annoying too. <laughs> I can interrupt you too, Danny. So yeah, I just love that they threw that little detail in. It was very underscored. And then you're thinking about it. You're like, well, that'd be cool if they addressed it so people would get a chance to connect it. But in the story, they wouldn't be able to because he's pretending to be John Locke. Right. Lark. 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 Right. Wish it was John Locke. So yeah, I or, thought that was a really cool introduction to White Widow. Wait, John Locke, the character from Lost, or the like philosopher? Wait, I'm Lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I like that. You that know that's what? a cool little Easter egg. Well, yeah. that's uh, that's why he's our number one fan of Mission Impossible because he's and every in movie. A very small minority of people that would actually recognize that or notice it. Yeah. I didn't. That's a good uh, call. Great though. Great. Um, I like the I like the White Widow scene. Mm, very cool and then oh my goodness man the fighting when they're like the freaking choreography of them trying to get out of that room the knife fights oh and it just escalates so quickly oh it's so good she stabs the dude in the chest and i hear dave next to me go Because I usually react to movies really loudly, but it's difficult in the theater because I have to hold back. But that was one where as soon as she busted out that butterfly nice and just punches that dude right in the chest, it's like, oh, it's great, man. And then and then they oh, but then I also loved how Henry Cavill and uh, what's your face, Rebecca Ferguson, they bust into the room and just knock people out, too. I was like, gosh, this is turning into such a good crew. Yeah, I love what's happening. here. Solid, solid crew. Solid. Yeah, absolutely. Group of friends. (laughs) But so then the plot comes to that. She is. She's helping her meet with somebody else that's going to make the deal and trade. Not helping uh, her veggie. Solomon Lane. They're going to trade Solomon Lane for the three uh, plutoniums. <laughs> Plutona. Plutoni. <laughs> the circle of plutonium, I guess. <laughs> Plutona. <laughs> the three Plutonas. And, <laughs> and that's when uh, that's this, 
And this is my favorite scene, like, coming up after Ugh. this, because they're going to do the trade, whatever, and then it goes through that whole moment of Tom Cruise realizing that they're going to have to kill a ton of people in order to get this done. And yeah, so that he whole comes up with thing. the Yeah, alternate. there was another dream sequence there. Yeah, cool yeah. dream sequence. I liked all the dream sequences was in this. At least I thought three. it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Lower fifth. That's kind of what it seemed like. It seemed so much like Dark Knight, that scene. The whole truck going under, like, that oh, diverting. Yeah. That, Absolutely. Know. And did you notice? So it goes into... So they're all like waiting for this to go down. And man, I mean, composer Barf is like killing it with <laughs> the freaking. Keeping it suspenseful. <laughs> he's killing Balf. it with the suspense. It's Balf, excuse me. Um, but he's just sitting there like, just banging yeah. on a snare. And it's so amazing. I just, it's not something you would usually think to do. And he really built the anticipation of the scene. Bring in Nick Cannon and just get it. Yeah, it's drumline, baby. It's Nick Cannon and drumline up until the actual scene breaks out. I mean, that was it was just incredible, man. And they just sink the they punch that shit or (laughs) they punch the truck into the water and then they try to get away the other way. And Simon Pegg's waiting down below. I mean, it was it was so good. And it's so smart. It's so typical of Ethan to have such a good plan. Same old Ethan. Yeah. Just drive the truck until it can't go any further, get wedged, and then just bust out the front. The only part was the motorcycle. Didn't turn on right Didn't away. Turn on. That was good. And then the motorcycle yeah, chase. Hilarious. That was could be my favorite part of the movie, I think. Driving the opposite way, very Matrix Reloaded-esque. Right. I mean, that but was... It's just crazy, That man. was an you unbelievable from, chase scene. It's, it's all... It was just so much. It's like you go from... Uh, hi, guys. Hey. Um... <laughs> You go from skydiving straight to crazy club. Hey, what's your name? To bathroom scene. And then you go from bathroom scene to white widow to this. It's just, and then the motorcycle chase. It's just like, oh my gosh. It doesn't is. Stop. It, it does just not kept stop. Going. Keeps it moving. Was, it was good. You know what would have been a good moment actually for Henry Cavill's character? Start calling him Walker. I think that's his name. Yeah. Um, yeah okay, but okay. if in that bathroom scene, if right when they were about to leave, if Walker would have just been at the urinal and looked back, like when you got to go, you got to go. I think that could have been a good bit. That could have been a good bit. And it would have fit his character, right? Like things have died down. I'll just take a leak. <laughs> I got to take a crud. <laughs> I got to oh, take a quick crud. <laughs> crud got to keep my crud up. <laughs> or he kicks open a stall door and it's just Jim Carrey down on down in a corner. I'm kicking my ass. Do you mind? (laughs) Good. Yeah. I was going dumb and dumber, but. Oh, that's Jeff Daniels. Ah, what are you doing? (laughs) He blew it. Well, no, he could have been in the bathroom looking and it's like for a good time call a fishbone or whatever. Oh, sea bass. It's yeah. No, see, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You just made fun (laughs) of me. You just made fun of me for getting it right. I got it right. It is Jim Carrey sucking his thumb in the stall. And Harry comes in with the lit pants. You want me to apologize or something? I mean, (laughs) I'm just trying to make my jokes like everybody else. I'm just trying to get my funny points in. Everybody (laughs) else. Everybody else. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, moving back to the actual scene at hand, I love the motorcycle element to that. And then he hits the. As soon as they got to that, that I don't even know the arch. I was like, ah, the great roundabout. You know, yeah, like, no, totally. Great, yeah. Or the great, uh, whatever it's called. Whatever. I can't remember what that arch is called. I know that I've been there. I can't remember what it's called though. Either way, regardless. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as he got there, I was like, oh, we're in for some. Is it the Arc wrong, de Triumph? I think it's the Arc de Triumph. 
I think is what it's called. Um, but yeah, it's so cool. great. And then, and I also really liked the scene where they all get, you know, it's like they go into that thing and then they get in the car together, blah, blah. And then there's the moment where there's the police officer right in front of the, that door that opens up. And that was incredible. That was a great moment. I loved that. Because, yeah, it stops everything. Everything. Oh, man. And it played well as like a comic bit, too. You know? Oh, I don't think it was comical. You thought that was comical? Yeah, I thought that all their reactions to what was happening well, were their kind of reactions funny. a little bit, but it turned serious super. It did turn like really dark really Henry quickly. Henry Cavill was like ready to kill her. Right, right. But yeah. Ethan, same old Ethan, same, same old, old Ethan. He gets through it without actually killing her, and it's great. I love when those guys pull up though, and Ethan has the gun, and he's like talking to him, and then he shoots. I think it's three of them, three or four of four. them. But like just dead on. And they show that so well. Can the camera work in that? It's just like bam, 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 bam. And he does it so quick, gets all of them easily. You're just like, oh man. Fastest gun in Western Europe. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. That was good, actually. Thank you. Uh and then what happens? Something. So oh, and they get in the car, moving. and then the freaking girl comes. Ilsa tries to kill him too, and there's yeah, just also out. another really intense scene. Just riding so fast on that motorcycle, right? And then, and she, then he hits then he, her. Yeah, then he hits her. Yeah, which is also very great. I love that character moment where he knows it's her, and he just freaking hits her. Has to do it. Yeah, and I, but I, I also like. So she's an interesting character in this movie because. You don't really know what her motivations are until she has that one-on-one with Ethan, like in the park or whatever. Right. And she explains that the only way that she can go back to England and kind of get her life back is if she kills Solomon Lane. Because yeah, she they has to still kill can't Solomon trust her. Lane. Solomon yep. Lane. <laughs> it's great. And I mean, that was the same kind of deal in uh, Rogue Nation. She was very much like trying to get back home, trying to get back to British, which. <clears throat> I'm not 100% on this, but I think she's Swedish in real life. Oh, like the actress? Yeah, Hmm. which is just funny to me. But yeah. Good accent then. Yeah. But. So they get away. They get the microchip in his neck, get it out, and then put it on the drone. Oh, and then they have, oh, yeah. And so then it goes down to that scene where they have like yeah, Solomon born in Lane. Stockholm. Good call, Zach. Nice. Is she? Okay. Right. Nice. Yeah. That's why I'm Not the number one fan of every movie. I heard, a peop- number I heard one the fan. people over there put a lot of stock in their home. Oh. Grumble, grumble. Grumble, grumble, roar, roar. They go underground and they have Solomon Lane locked up and. They have Alec Baldwin come out. And this was the part that I I started to not like the movie during this conversation because it was such a like dumb thing. You know, when he shows up and they're like, we're going to pin it on Ethan and all this blah, blah. And I was like, what? Why would Alec Baldwin actually believe this? This is insane. We didn't address that. He very clearly gives Alec Baldwin or he gives the lady, the CIA agent boss. He gives her a brand new phone when they clearly show a shot of that phone cracked. Right. No. Yeah. I didn't. And at that, that point I was, and I think I whispered to you, I was like, he's the bad guy. 
Right. And it was very clear. I mean, right. they want you to know that. I, I mean, yeah, I think that you know that Henry Cavill is like, I don't think that we understood like the full extent of how bad he was right. until then. But like, it's very clear that he's going to be the the big baddie at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I thought that was incredible. That that whole switch, they, they pulled one over on me for big sure. time. I yep. didn't see that coming. I didn't, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, yeah was that was good. incredible. And I don't know when they made the switch with... Uh, Simon Pegg and uh and Solomon Lane and, Solomon and Sean Lane. Harris. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. It seemed like if I watched it again, you probably actually would be able to notice that the real one gets up or something like that. But I don't know. That was that was very that was very good. So, Henry Cavill goes into the room thinking that he's talking to Solomon Lane only to realize that he's just like divulged this entire plan to right. Simon Pegg's whole character. master plan. Yeah, he says something about a mask too. He says, you know, you guys just wear masks or something like that. A bunch of boys running around in masks. With their toys and masks or something. And that's what's so good about Mission Impossible. And I think that this one succeeds more than any of the others is that, oh, got me. You know, you just you got me again. Like, I really did not see that coming. And it was the same thing with those three explosions in the three different cities at the Mm -hmm. beginning where I just, I was so confused. And then it's like, you know. They just freaking suddenly the truth is revealed and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so great. You got that's me. So good. You got me. You got me good. I've been had. And right. there's there's a fine line I been think, with uh, the use of the masks and they towed it very well in this one, whereas in two, I think it was pretty overused. Overused big time. So. Yeah. So then they just went away from the masks <clears throat> completely and like ghost protocol, kind of make the, the joke about it. Like, oh, it's not working, blah, blah, blah. Right. And you see him kind of make a little bit of a comeback, but... Yeah, really good use of it in this. I love it. They did it. a good job, yep. No, and the, the fans love so it too, cool don't too. they? And the fans love it. I have always love loved it. it. I've always loved it too. It's really, it's very, very cool. And I will always. Anyway, uh, so, but then things do go south. And Solomon Lane turns out did have a plan all along because he had planted Henry Cavill and Henry Cavill was the John Lark the whole time. And he was able to get him out because poor Alec Baldwin, poor Alec Baldwin dies. I know that is, yeah, that's big bummer. I was bummed to see him go. That was too bad. I was probably more sad when he dies in the edge, (laughs) which is interesting because he was like kind of the bad guy. Kind of the bad guy. He comes, I don't know. He falls in the poogee pit. He does. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> he has such a good character arc in The Edge, though. Oh, man. Charles? What do you think, Charles? What you do you think, Charles? I have not. Doesn't feel North Charles. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. The thing Baldwin is, I'm dies. planning on watching <laughs> The Edge with a couple friends here soon who listen to the podcast. And oh, there's man. no way of them knowing. Well, there'd be no way of knowing. Um, there'd be no way of knowing. <laughs> I'll I'll tell them. I'll I'll let them know. I'll say if they hear the edge, stop listening for like fifteen seconds. I guess I'm making it longer as I go on now. Mute it very thirty quickly. seconds. Yeah, forty five seconds. There's some things in that movie that I just can't bear to watch again. Uh, some real grisly deaths. <laughs> don't create a Kodiak moment. But. If you don't like it, I guess we're just polar opposites. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's all the bear puns I can get. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, 
And Kawhi. and so, but then they go on the chase after Solomon Lane and Henry Cavill. Oh, and that's no, that's the scene, Zach, that we were so excited, and I'm sure you were just as excited. As Here we, were we go, because Motor man, you've been, and I turned to Zach at some point in the movie, and I was like, Tom Cruise has not run yet. He hasn't ran. Can't wait. We were just waiting for it. And you're just time. waiting for it. Everybody's and waiting. And they're sitting there like they're talking to Alec Baldwin and Ving Rames comes up and he's like, he's like, Tom Cruise, you're the fastest actor in the world. You're the only one that can catch him. You got to go. Well, and it's like, he, gotta he, run. He, like get, he like gets to the car and I was like, don't slow yourself down with a car, Tom. Just <laughs> oh, don't just do you it on your dare. feet. <laughs> oh, man. And he's kind of like running in like different like ins and outs and kind of almost getting in full speed. Office and we're building. just getting teased with him. I'm like, don't worry, Dave. They'll oh, open him up. And then they put him on yeah, that roof and he just gets a, a good straight away. It's opening up. <laughs> and he takes off, baby. Oh, oh, baby. Look at him go. He's <laughs> the fastest guy in the world. He's Just freaking so pumping. fast. Yeah. Whoa. It's it's so funny, man. Cruising. Because I got so much. Hey, good one. I got so much joy out of that scene when Tom Cruise finally runs. It's like, yes. It's That's best, why I came. It's the best one I'm here. Biz. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Uh, but yeah. the sprint, baby. He's great. That's what we paid our thirteen fifty for. It's true. That's I would have paid thirteen fifty just to see that scene. Just just for the run scene. I paid twenty one. Gouging twenty one dollars for the. They eh. changed their policy. I couldn't bring my Nalgene. I can't bring my water bottle in anymore. No way. How cr- how cruddy is that? How crud up? <laughs> really crud. Oh, tell him to crud up. <laughs> That's uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So anyway, it really it bummed him out for a bit. I saw yeah, an IMAX. You guys see an IMAX? Is that the we IMAX price yeah, there? IMAX. Yeah, IMAX and Billings is thirteen fifty. Wow, wow, Welcome to Montana. Yeah, that's Montana. Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But so th- that scene though, the thing that I loved about it is that. You're you're so enjoying watching Tom Cruise just running at top. Speed. <laughs> I mean, that's what everyone. Wants you're to you're see. so enjoying it, and then Henry Cavill Walker gets on this elevator, and Tom Cruise bolts around the corner, sees the elevator going up, dives through, grabs onto the thing underneath it, and Grabs just the bottom follows of the it elevator. Up. Doesn't miss a beat, and he's just there. And that There's was no hesitation. And that was one of the best parts. One of the best scenes in the movie too is that you know just. Looking down directly at him, pulls out his gun and just points it at his face. Got you. But he can't kill him. Can't do it because that's not what the boss wants. And then it reveals that Michelle Monaghan is somewhere going somewhere in this thing and that they're going to throw. There's a lot of little funny stuff, though, while he's running, like when he's in the office building, the little goof of Simon Pegg not having it on whatever 3D 3D or or whatever the screen lock. So he's like, he's like, I'm in an office building. They did that gag a couple of times when he's uh, diffusing the bomb and she's like, your left hand. And he's like, my right hand. Or, oh, you yeah. Know, they, they do that. Right. Yeah. That is I love funny. it. Though, These guys like, are so intelligent, but they're like missing just a little. So they still like everyone's guys. Yeah. Gets they're also just I love when he's sitting in the window, though, and there's like all the fans. They just looked like you or me. You know what I mean? Standing there looking at him like. Oh my gosh, what's he going to do next? What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. it's, and I love that scene because it's like, why aren't you going? And he's like, I'm jumping out of a window. And then 
right before he jumps, he kind of looks back at the entire office and they all, and they like gives him this look of kind of like, it's another day, <laughs> you know, like, I know. He's, he's like, like, gosh, Tom right? Cruise is back in London. Yeah. He's just like, looks like, isn't this annoying? You know, it's freaking <laughs> great. I love that. I love Tom Cruise. Um, oh. Have I told you guys how much I love Tom Cruise? <laughs> I seriously do too, man. I, he's a godsend. He really is. He is, he's Rip Taylor, you know, he can right. walk on water. Right. Like he's, yeah. He's fantastic. Cruise control, man. Put me on cruise control. He's my favorite. He's potentially up there with like favorite actor now for me. After watching all these Mission Impossible movies, I, yeah, man, I need a poster. I need the whole deal because he is so great. I might get the MI2 poster though, just because that's might be the coolest one. His hair in Mission Impossible 2 is pretty good. It is. See, that almost bumps it up like. On the scale. It's like the movie kind of sucked, but the hair is so good that it's like. (laughs) Does he have. He has the long hair in three, too, doesn't he? No. It's like half mass. Oh, no. It's not. It's cut. He has it in four. It's four. Yeah, it's four, and it's like half mass. It's like down just below the ears. It's not all the way. Because two, it's looking freaking good, dude. Yeah. You know what I did notice, though? Like, I love Tom Cruise. He's great. He's looking old, though. I did notice in this movie, I was like, he looks good, but he's starting to, he's starting to, he's starting to show some weather. It's not so much the look anymore. It's more so just the cruise. It's not the Tom anymore. Now it's the cruise. Right. You know what I mean? Cause it used to be, I don't, (laughs) he's got some mileage on it. I don't know what that means. Oh, all right. Gosh, moving on. You guys are so distracting. Um, so anyway, he's jumping out of a building and Henry Cavill is doing You know something. what else, though? Sorry to interject. There is also that great scene where he's walking into that building and he's got the guys following him. And the funeral. And it's a funeral. That oh, I like. I love so that. that was, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. And then he just runs and you see like 12 guys following him out. Why and is he running were... in circles? Right. So good. So good. But anyway, Danny, go on. I guess. So when he gets <laughs> off the elevator and gets to the helicopter pad, I was confused because they did like a wide shot. I was confused as to how either of them got up there. Cause there's yeah, not the like building. There's yeah. no door or anything. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was a ladder with a hatch, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. But yeah, ladder so I was a little a like hatch. off put by that. But ladder with a hatch. So be. yeah, so I mean, all all looks defeated for our our hero. He knows his wife is in danger, or his ex wife, I guess, is in danger, and they're getting away. Oh boy, that was so good though. When she walks up, I was like. Oh, she's there. Very oh. good. Uh, I do have to note the worst scene in the movie, though, when Ving Rhames is explaining to, what is it, Jennifer Ferguson? Yeah. How important it is that... It's two people. And Tom walks up, what are you guys talking about? Rebecca hey, Ferguson. what's going on? Yeah, what, that scene was... Here? Yeah, that was... I love yeah. you, Ving. That was not good, though, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> But he says it (laughs) Shoving potato chips in his mouth (laughs) (laughs) What? Giving himself insulin shots Jeez guys (laughs) (laughs) He looks awful (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm kidding. That's no, he's fine. It's all fine. Oh, maybe right down the time. I don't know. He's all that um, in a bag of potato chips. <laughs> he's baked, baked lays. Oh, he's good. He's fine. No, he's great. He, same he's old fine. thing. You know. So they go there because the plan is that they're going to blow up that area or whatever, and they'll have killed Ethan Hunt and blah, blah. And it'll some. I don't even know what the point was. Why did they choose that because specific the glacier, area in Kashmir? It, it has something to do with the oh, water. that's right. Yeah. Starvation. It would, yeah. It would, greater yeah. Greater suffering of yeah. a third of the world's population. Because yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, because that's a very fertile area, and so there would be, like, a ton of... If they cut off the water supply to that region, then like a ton of the eastern world would not have access to a lot of water and like crops and all that sort of stuff. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Crud and (laughs) crud and whatever. So, but anyway, that but then the end of the the end of movie is freaking incredible. Oh, it keeps going, keeps moving. It doesn't. It just keeps going, and you meet. Wes Bentley and Dominic Monaghan. No, I'm just kidding. And uh, Dominic Monaghan. Michelle Monaghan. But, uh, and they look happy as can be. That's got to be nice, though. I think I Cruise. think he was pretty jealous. I think there were definitely tones of, like, you could tell he was jealous. Yeah, he's like. He was very insecure about his relationship with his wife. and Hi, Tom. Man. Yeah. But then well, you meet, Tom and Cruise. especially when you meet the other guy, and the other guy just seems like the best dude in the world. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, we just run this whole thing. We're helping people out. Like, I'm the nicest guy in the world. Don't you love me? I'm don't younger you than you. Like, my wife up, loves me. Don't you think, you, don't you think your ex wife loves me? <laughs> Aren't you 100% certain that your wife loves me? <laughs> but is it, and yeah, oh, so man. that freaking, but them trying to uh, disseminate the bombs and stuff, like all of that was very funny and interesting. And I, I like, think there's more um, down the West Bentley bit. <laughs> you want to go? Do you want to go right harder into the West Bentley? <laughs> there stuff? could be a little more to dig up there. <laughs> Ridicule him a little bit more, I think. <laughs> no, he comes up and he's like, he's like. Do you want to see what does he say? Do you want to see the most the most beautiful thing I've ever filmed? <laughs> oh man! There you go. He's oh, just that's American cow. Beauty. Yeah, exactly. It goes. It just shows like I that whole that. that whole moment where, oh my gosh. Uh, like young. Michelle Monaghan and uh, Bing Rames are sitting there disseminating the bomb, and it goes back to West Bentley, and he's, he's just sitting there a filming a bag in the like wind. An old, old camera. <laughs> <laughs> just. It's not video. You can't see what I'm doing, but it's a VHS. I don't yeah. think we have that here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or he was sitting there with uh, four with four feathers that he's playing with. <laughs> <laughs> David, or he's the announcer in the Hunger Games. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or he's sitting there in an astronaut suit. <laughs> David. <laughs> Oh, I think it would man, be funny if he I was didn't like connect that he was the kid from American Beauty. That's crazy. Yeah. No, yeah, you great. said that earlier and I couldn't remember what yeah, part what he played he in that in. movie. Yeah, he's Kevin Spacey's pot dealer. Yeah, Boom. That's true. The good boyfriend. movie. Yeah, it is yeah. a good movie. 
I still want to make more references. But <laughs> no, I'm, try, I'm trying to think still of him more like coming up, up just so scared to talk to him. He can already tell like this guy is so in, like intimidating and like such a threat to his wife. Like right. his life with his wife. He's just so I know. <laughs> but in all reality, he's part of the British aristocracy and he's like a hero of the freaking war in Sedan. Four feathers. Do you want to get yeah, some coffee? Four feathers. Danny? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so essentially what happened is I, that when somebody was this, shamed, all of their of friends and fellow comrades in the British I would Army drive would give them a, a white feather, miles which to meant come shame. get coffee with you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, and that's, so at that point, like all those guys are going after the two, uh, the two nuclear bombs and Ethan's like, I don't know, I'm going after Walker and freaking jumps on the payload of some helicopter that's taking off. It's like, don't worry, I'll figure it out. You're like, how in the world can he get up to a helicopter? Right. Yeah. He's in a different helicopter. How are you going to even do this? He's like, I don't know. I'm getting in this helicopter. And that whole scene, man, when he falls off the rope and falls all the way down onto the package, that was, oh, I made an audible groan during that scene. Yeah, Dave again went, Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's so scary but that, that scene was really awesome and you can tell that that it's actually tom cruise like, like doing yeah, all there was a this. scene when it like the camera was at the edge of the helicopter and you're watching him like climb up and try and heel hook the edge of it and it looked so real. Heel hook is a climbing term. Zach climbs, so he knows his uh, stuff. Well, uh, he, he was the trying to throw his... world's number one climber. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to throw his heel up, and like just when he was climbing, it looked very real. No, it did. It looked incredible. And it sounds like it was. I mean... No, it was. Yeah, there was... I watched just this like little behind-the-scenes thing. It was only like six or seven minutes, but it just shows some of what Tom Cruise did, and it kind of explained how that was all real, and then... It, he learned how to uh, fly a helicopter, and so, so he pretty much became a helicopter pilot for this movie. So awesome. it's sick. I mean, it's awesome. It's better than Harrison Ford. I was just gonna make the joke. I mean, he he still hasn't crashed anything yet. <laughs> Buzzing. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's sad though. I love Harrison Ford. He could. I love Harrison scary. Ford. Yeah, he's the best. Actually, speaking of Harrison Ford, I I had never seen this before. It was when they were doing the promos for uh, Last Jedi, and he was on Conan, I think. And one of the guys comes out, like one of the guys that works for the show, and he's like a big fan of Star Wars. And he's asking him all these questions about the lightsabers. And, you know, Harrison's very detached. He doesn't care. And JJ is just kind of laughing and like, you should ask Harrison. But then the guy's like, I have this Lego Millennium Falcon that I want you to take a look at. And would you sign it? And Harrison's like, yeah, sure. That'd be great. And the guy hands him this like big, it's big. Like a lot. He's like, I spent like 60 hours constructing this thing. And I'm sure you can guess where this is going. But he hands it to Harrison. Harrison's like, oh, and he like throws it up. And the Lego Millennium Falcon just shatters. And then it does this shot of this guy. And he's just like heartbroken. And Harrison just it's it's all scripted, I think. But it was very funny. That is really funny. I would thought this was like legit, like not scripted. I would have felt so bad for that guy. At the same time, you'd be like Harrison Ford broke it. So yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah. Who better to break the Millennium Falcon than Han Solo himself? Yeah. You can't really fault him too much. So, but I digress. A lot of tangents. Still don't know what that means, but 
<laughs> but I think it's something against me, and I don't. Yeah, I don't but know. I digest too. <laughs> yeah, I can digest too. You idiot. <laughs> um, but the helicopter chase scene. The was... helicopter chase scene is the coolest, man. When freaking and also what we didn't talk about yet is Henry Cavill busts out the f bomb. Great use of the f word. I, I was surprised at that. I loved You're it. You're allowed one every PG thirteen movie. Well, you get one. one, and I thought that was a great use. So I, I just was, had to yeah. just had to note it. It was a great use of the F word. I thought it was good. Um, but I, I liked Henry Cavill's reaction to Ethan Hunt following him in that helicopter. He was just like, "Son of a," you know, just like could yeah, not. Yeah, he's believe. very realistic. He's just like, yeah. "Gosh, man, how? What? What yeah. are you doing?" And that's and then why when I his love- gun, he, you know, his gun freaking runs out of ammo too. He's like, oh, you know, just getting so mad. Oh, love I love that. it. He just kind of like when he sees that he's there, he kind of like shrugs and he's like, all right, well. And then he just reaches back and gets this huge gun. You're like, freaking oh, Tommy okay. gun. Here we go. Yeah. But my Tommy gun don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Come along. That was, yeah, I mean, that was, that was sweet. I'm trying to think of it. Well, okay. There, that so, scene was just, that scene is mind blowing to me. Like it's so good. So are those, so when he's firing a, a gun of that caliber, are those tracer rounds? Those are tracers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I don't think that a lot of films like follow that rule. You know but, what I mean? But in real life, if you have a gun like that, you do have tracer rounds in it generally. So you can see where you're firing. Correct. That is correct. I don't know if that's like a mandated thing that like every ammo, like every bit of ammunition you have will have like tracer mm-hmm. rounds for every five rounds or something like that. Okay. I don't I don't know. if I was sure happy thing. they did. Like in Dunkirk. Right. I mean, that's when I first kind of I I'm not very familiar with. Guns. They did it. So like they the were very Dunkirk, or the idea of tracer rounds is kind of interesting to me. You know, they have that. I would say that one of the better movies that depicts tracer rounds very well is. Um, uh, Fury, that Brad Pitt. Maybe that yeah, was Shia it. That's it. Yeah, actually, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but they they did the tracer rounds very well, and they actually explain. They have a very very short thing about it, like it's like two sentences, but I think it did it better than most films do. Um, but anyway, yeah. So who knows? That scene was awesome though, and then I love how Tom Cruise like almost starts to ram him, and Henry Cavill's like, "This madman's trying to ram us. Get more altitude or something." And it's like, "Oh my gosh, it's just so awesome." Then he actually does just slam his That's helicopter into him and they crash. Well, yeah, it's he's completely empty on fuel. Survived. Yeah. And Gone. he's just like, no other choice. He's like, come on, just to ram him, just basically to commit suicide. Right. I mean, he and might at that as point, well Ethan think Hunt that is, it's just death. Right. He's desperate, you know? Yeah. He's just like, this is impossible. And somehow... And that's what I do, baby. <laughs> yeah. Somehow they get through it. And the freaking, then they go through the whole like tumbling thing and the helicopters just getting ripped up. And like Mm -hmm. the acid on Henry Cavill's face was so good. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was like engine fuel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The space acid. (laughs) Helicopters mainly fly on acid. (laughs) <laughs> well, agree to disagree. I saw what I saw. I'm just trying to make my points like everybody else. No, I I, I did too. It was like, oh, I got sprayed in the yeah. face with acid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's that's so good though. I like his reaction in that scene is really good. And then he also uh when he hits the ground, I love how he stands up. And it's almost like 
<clears throat> felt a little bit like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator or something where it's like half his face is kind of ripped off. And yeah. Like, oh boy, this guy's gone through the ringer. That was really good. He just but, won't die. Yeah, all the yeah, and he says, "Why won't you just die?" or something Why like that. Why won't you die? Why won't Why you won't die? You <laughs> Prepare to die, powers. <laughs> <laughs> die, <laughs> powers. <laughs> But, just, but all the while they're trying to disseminate the bomb, and I really did like that uh, scene where, uh, <coughs> gosh, what is her name? I, I cannot remember. It's Joma. Rebecca Ferguson, the Ilsa character. Oh, she the fight is, between her and yeah, Sean. That's a good one too, with Simon Pegg freaking getting strangled and stuff, and almost. Right. Uh, yeah. I I thought maybe just maybe they Simon were going to go there for die. for for a brief moment. Out, you know. Yeah, I thought he like was going to be strangled right there. I thought that was it. I was like, I looked over at you and I was like, oh my gosh, I think he died. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It, it seems like it's going that way too. And I did like the contrast, the fact that him and the Solomon Lane were both like losing consciousness at the same time. You know, it's like they're both being strangled. And the choice that she out. had to make. Like which one's going to pass out first? Like what am I going to do She right had to now? make the debate that kind of Ethan had to make in the beginning with Ving Rams. Kind right. of. She right. had no, to decide between point. the mission and between that's friends. That's a really good point. Right. No, it's totally true. Yeah. Well, I also think that she wouldn't have been able to do that bomb without him. I guess she probably could have called Luther and had him do it. Like, we help lost her. him. He right. fell. He fell. <laughs> he fell. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, I mean, so then, you know, it, it all works out and they tie him up. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if that Solomon guy would have tied her to a chair and not and had her be able to get out. You know what I mean? It seemed a little... Yeah, so, it's like this they, guy they almost is didn't do the villain justice there. Yeah, but it's also in his character to like make her watch almost or like be present for the end of the right or be there for the bomb. Yeah. And like, what was his end goal? Was he just going to get blown up there? Yeah, too? I think no, that's because he did say like this is where that, it ends yeah. for me or something like that. OK, so it, I think it was his like his plan. This was, you know, setting the world down a different path or something like that. Some people just want to watch the world burn. That's Some right, baby. World burn. <laughs> <laughs> there was this kid in college. I, know. I was I, OK. I was in college in this like. <laughs> I don't in English class and some kid turned in for an assignment like a rap and the theme of it was uh the Joker and it was just like like anarchy and chaos so and stuff. World and that he just like that was like the chorus and it was just such a bad rap. And right. he put it on YouTube and I shared it with Danny and the kid took it down pretty promptly because he knew he was being ridiculed, I mm-hmm. think. But yeah, we've always had that. Some That's people funny. just want to watch world burn. Some people just want to watch this world burn. That's <laughs> actually that's actually an interesting topic, though. That like you just reminded me that I thought during the middle of the movie when Solomon Lane is talking about how he wants Tom Cruise or Ethan Hunt to be present or whatever, and uh, Walker is like. You know, that's not anarchy. That's like vengeance. And that's not what we're about. And so I did kind of enjoy that aspect of it, trying to think of Walker as being like a complete like anarchist. And he like really is like dedicated to this path. And so like that, that just the thought of this guy in my head, I was like, oh, that I mean, that's cool. You know, like that's a good idea for this bad guy. He's just so embedded in the American CIA and like 
has worked towards this goal for so long. Right. Mm-hmm. To like truly so upset that. And it makes sense that like, you know, it's like, that's my way of doing, doing things, you know? And he would just like kill all these people, you know? And it was just like, oh man, like this guy's, this guy's got something interesting going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very, yeah. it's very funny. Um, not funny. It's interesting. But at that point though, they are all like, you know, they're all holding on to the nuclear bombs and like, what are we going to, you know, what are we going to push on two or one? Are we going on one? I don't know. And it's like, that's a Ethan have it? yeah. Yeah. And so I love that. That was really cool. But man, when freaking Ethan and Walker like fist fight on top of that cliff it is the most tense thing Again, ever. Was oh! <laughs> <laughs> can't scary. handle it. I couldn't. I couldn't handle it at all. The yeah, the I uh, I have a hard time again believing that uh he could climb with shelf those of well that too. But like a shelf of rock of granite would hold a helicopter with just that little point. And I mean eventually it does break, but having that not immediately snap it was a carbon fiber helicopter was no, well <laughs> i mean i guess there could be lightweight helicopters well does still, you know does rock still... does rock beat scissors yeah that's a good point does paper wait though does paper cover rock yeah what's the paper in this scenario though ethan <laughs> well, I didn't get that far, but the acid think, yeah. in the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. But acid beats but walking. Acid always beats rock. But the the hook through the face, man. Oof. That's I oh. mean that was when I let out an audible like, ooh. Danny loved it. You know that. Oh, I saw yeah. that and I was like, Danny loved that. Brains. Love it. Bloodbath. Pulled it but, down. Right but that's, face. that's something that you do always want in a movie. And you, you'd want to see a savage death for yep. a bad person, you know? Yeah, and they gave that to us. It's like even like Disney movies had stuff like that. You know, it's like in Tarzan, that guy gets like his neck broken by like a freaking vine wrapped around his neck or Scar gets eaten by hyenas. And I feel like that always happens in like movies like that. But in big action movies, we don't actually get to see people die pretty rough deaths. And so you it's know, like in this one, it was like, nice. They just killed Cavill off with a hook in the face, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and you know what? Yeah. You know what kind of surprised me was how ruthless Ethan was to the two men in the helicopter. To rip them out and threw he them. just threw them out. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to assume that those yeah, are that on the same. They were, you know, in cahoots with these two well, guys. Sure, but so. still, it's like it almost... And what's interesting about Cahoots. Ethan Hunt is like he almost has like a code. Right. But yeah. that seemed like he was breaking his code. See, but the thing is, it's like the fate of the world out. rests in his hands right now. So it's like, I'm sorry, I have to spare both of your lives for a lot of lives. Yeah, it you can't. Sense. I'm not going to deal with you being in this helicopter while I try to do this. So right. get out. You're dead. And, you know, unfortunately, he's not Spider-Man, so he can't throw him and just <laughs> yeah. have him catch. You know what I Maybe mean? Maybe they survived. I mean, like shattered their legs. No, dude, splat. Uh, yeah, Absolute. They splat. They didn't look like they were that <laughs> Absolute. High. They were flying like Absolute above the tree water line. balloon, water balloon on the house. Pavement. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, they were like Henry Cavill splats pretty good. They were probably like 20 or 30 feet above the tree line. I mean, maybe Mm. because they hit a tree. Maybe one of them. Did you see Avatar? 
<laughs> you ride those branches down, baby. You got this stuff. You got this thing yeah, figured out. I don't know. Carbon fiber. If they're <laughs> like the, it's like Harry Potter. Right. Remember, yeah. What remember aspect? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I wish I knew what the reference is. I'm trying to, but I just don't have it. When Harry falls from the broom. Sure. I'm okay. in with that. That actually, that scene is pretty sweet. Well, in Prisoner of Azkaban, when well, he like there's the some more to that because Dumbledore casts a spell and it slows him down. So in the books, I don't know if he does it in the movie. Or no, he, he does, does it. They show him. I they show him do it. Or, okay. What does no. he say? Brachiorum. Brachiorum. Dumbledore puts the pass. Oh boy. Oh boy. Jeez. Here we go. Hook in the face. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they, it was pretty ruthless. They showed that body, like, not only falling, but, like, it seemed like Henry Cavill's, like, body was oh, getting he, dragged he with the weight. It. Yeah. yeah. Like, you see a blood trail and then fall into the explosion. You're like, like that was pretty graphic. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was good, though. I'm it fine was, with it. Yeah. That was awesome. And I, I, hey, you know me. I give all, <laughs> Danny loves a bloodbath, so we know he liked it. Loved it. Uh, I will give Sing them. It, baby. I will give Henry Cavill total props because he was <laughs> such a good bad guy. I think amazing. I think amazing. he's probably the best so far in all of Mission Impossible. Like even better than Solomon Lane. Solomon. Lane. I I just have a soft spot for Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hey, I do too. I do too. Oh, and he's no. a good he was a really good villain in That's the third good, one. That's a good point. But he wasn't like. You think I won't do it? See, yeah, that he scene in particular. Like, he didn't seem like a strong adversary, like physically, though. No, you know, I agree. This Slow. is like, yeah, this is like mano y mano against Ethan Hunt, physical strength. Yeah, this in guy a is fight, like. I feel like this guy wins. You know, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Walker, Philip Seymour sure. is white chocolate. Yeah, he's yeah. just a big bouncy white chocolate boy. Yeah, Rain Man. <laughs> That's y'all. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> best man is in the house. <laughs> I love that. He's so good in that. Um, it's yeah, but yeah, that whole ending. See, the thing is though, when the bomb, when it got down to zero or whatnot, and they did the whole thing, there was a big flash of light as he's like sitting there, and for a brief second, I thought they were gonna pull an Infinity War type thing. Yeah, that they. I thought they were just off. gonna go there and be like, be like. He didn't do it in time. And, they, you know, it's called fallout. Like, it's, it's, he failed. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, same old Ethan. Same old Ethan. You know, they, they did it. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Do you think there's going to be a next one? Do you think there'll be a seven? I don't know. He's getting old, you know, so I don't know. Oh, there'll be another one. With, no, with how no, successful this yeah. one is, I have to imagine. No way that they. I think Tom, this is Tom Cruise's Tom... thing. Like, this is what Tom Cruise loves. I know, doing. but he's like 50 something. He's like almost 60, right? No, he's like mid 50s. Let's see. 1962. That would be almost 60. Is, he, is Tom Cruise 60 years old? Just about. That's crazy. I mean, he, he turns 60 in like three 60. years. That is crazy. Wow. Wow. So, you know, that's no, no, the no, thing. No, 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 he's 56. Wow. What am I thinking? Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, how Somewhere many more does he... 55. That's true. Like how, but 56, how many more, he can do another one in a couple of years. He could do one more. <laughs> I can't see him doing two, three more of these. No way. Yeah. He's going to have to either pass the torch 
or they're just going to have to have one more and really just wrap it up. Or well, and they could like they could bring that Jeremy Renner thing. But he's back getting up. old too. Jeremy Renner's he's old like, too, though. He's like, he's like forty, close to fifty. Fifty, and not as so. pretty as Tom Cruise. Let's face it. Let's no. just be real. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tom, Cruise, I don't know man. who else could do it, but no. If they know. had somebody new, that would be sweet. So. But then, See, yeah, but I mean, that's all about like you have to pick the right person because then if you pick the wrong one, it just fails, and it's like right. whatever. Well, it's like Renner and uh, in the the Bourne series, you know. Like, yeah, they ended more. up having to bring back Matt Damon, right? <clears throat> but I mean, yeah. So that the movie's awesome though, and it ends nice. Whatever he is hanging out with Rebecca Ferguson, probably. So that's good. Yeah, nice little bow on it, and everything works out. Seems like his ex wife is happy with. Um, was happy with that kid that filmed stuff bags in the wind so yeah he's she's fine with that dude creeper right. real creepy creeper. guy real weird dude <laughs> he's a creeper he's like he's knockoff tom cruise knockoff jake gyllenhaal he's just kind of like he's just Good not call. like i don't know he's just not what you're looking for <laughs> you <know? laughs> not quite what you're looking for <laughs> it's like is this the guy we should cast and everybody's like i guess <laughs> is there Maybe. anybody else no jalen hall is doing something no, no no well okay i guess sounds good what have you uh, done the american beauty okay well well i think that's uh that's about it guys can't think of too much else that i have to say about this mm-hmm. movie great it was a great addition to the anthology best one so far i think i think so too i think yeah best one so far and i easily. can't believe it yeah easily it, it like by a Thoroughly landslide you get done with it and it's like that ah, easily the best one yet so yeah it's fantastic and yeah there's no there's really not much we go like how much distance would you put in between rogue nation and this like would you say this is like way ahead or do you think it's it's even a close running i'm talking to david specifically because i know that's your list i think this might be a stretch, but I think that this is like a full letter grade up from what yeah. we've been seeing previously. I'd say I that really about do. Ghost Protocol I think it's too. a full letter yeah. grade up. Mm-hmm. And then I'm saying Rogue Nation, Rogue Nation was a solid A before, if not A+. And so it's, they've just set the bar way higher. Cause this was way incredible. higher. But I think that I also think that like, you know, the addition of Henry Cavill can't really be understated i think that he his presence in the movie was he added a lot to it yeah in it in a very good way yeah in a very good way and angela bassett too well (laughs) the the lady that's running the cia it's just yeah okay she was fine yeah Yeah, she was fine she was good i did kind of want that moment at the end where she's like i'm so sorry i was dumb i screwed up because that's you know he says that line like how long before a man like that snaps or whatever Seriously, how long until your government screws you over enough that you're like, I cannot do this anymore? Yeah, they you yeah. know, there's always somebody on the inside that's I messing was, with things. He was projecting himself in that statement, I think. Good call. Good call. That's a good point. He basically is talking about himself. Yeah, cool. but I mean, it's that's also deep. true about like him as well. No, I know. But it, to me, Ethan is just like so stable. He's the cruise control baby, you know. Yeah, he's yeah, he's it's not true. going anywhere. He doesn't care. He's good guys he cares, win, bad guys lose. He cares about the one and the million. He does, man. He's a good guy. Freaking good quote, And he cares Zach. a lot about Michelle Monaghan. He cares <laughs> he a lot about her. But he can't she be She looks with her. so much like Katie Holmes. 
She does. And Rebecca Ferguson. And Rebecca Ferguson. Dude, gosh, that's always going to make me mad. Just put Michelle Monaghan in The Dark Knight. And everybody is happy. Everybody wins. You know what I mean? All over Pancake Face? Over, well, geez, (laughs) man. Harvey. Yeah. um, I don't know. Over Gyllenhaal. Every time we have Tube Sock on, we always end up going down the Maggie road. Good old Maggie Gyllenhaal. You throw a wig on Jake. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the same thing. Same Same boy. I do want to say, I I feel like we're a little hard on Ving Roms. I don't want it to sound like. No, I I, love Ving Roms. I personally was a little hard on him. I said he looked terrible. I don't think he really looked that terrible. I was just adding to the joke. Adding fuel to the fire. Adding acid to the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he's getting old, and it's, it's, that's just a thing. You know, it's like he just doesn't look as good. People anymore. just look. You know, they get really bad looking <laughs> as they get older. <laughs> anyway, well, that was great. That was, that was great. Oh, anything let's go else? To the from standard question. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm good. Do you have anything to add to the Mission Impossible discussion? I think I'm good. Um, so uh, let's shoot it to Zach to start off here. Zach. Would you rather watch this movie or School of Rock? As always, I'm the skeptic of the group. I'd say this movie over School of Rock easily. <laughs> what do you say, Danny? School of Rock, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't actually, though. <laughs> no, I'd much rather watch this. This, this, movie, movie. this movie's amazing. This was, it, this, it was the best time I've ever had in a the theater, and I'm going to be committed to that. No, I agree, because man. It was. It, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what it's like to watch it on a regular TV because That's seeing true. it IMAX was quite astounding. Loud. We we had <laughs> loud yeah. too. Yeah. We had perfect seats though. Like we were middle row, <clears throat> middle seats, freaking Same IMAX. Well, our and ours was better too than yours. It was Your like IMAX is probably bigger than ours. I so. guarantee it. Oh yeah. Size matters. Boys. Um, oh no! But picture oh, this movie oh, no. going back, <laughs> going back to the uh, MTV Movie Awards. Uh, oh no, that was Ben Stiller. I was thinking because Jack Black as Ethan Hunt. I would sacrifice all memory of these movies just to see the same movie done just with to Jack see Black. Same, yeah, hundred percent. I would too. <laughs> It'd be so funny. It would be funny. Whoops! Sorry. <laughs> It would be um, it would be hilarious. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't actually sacrifice the memory of this movie, but seeing Jack Black run. doing the run, like when he gets on that straightaway, <laughs> so good. I know. <laughs> I, I would love it. I mean, seriously, Jack Black is anything. You put Jack Black as uh, he might actually fit into like a computer hacker role in one of these. Well, he did it in Enemy of the State, and then he was also a illegal weapons salesman in the jackal that movie i remember that didn't he like get blown up or blow something up it's actually quite a horrific scene because he kind of screws bruce willis over in it a little bit and so then he's selling this like automated turret to bruce willis and bruce willis targets his arm and blows his arm off and then he freaking because he, he like makes him run down to this car and like hold a pack of cigarettes out, and then he blows off his arm, and then he targets him and he kills him. And it's look at him on YouTube. It's a scary scene. Wow. Yeah, it's terrible. But anyway, love you, Jack Black. That, yeah. You can come on love the podcast anytime you want. You're Please come invited. on the podcast. 
please. Anytime. You're welcome. More than welcome. Love you. I have a seat in my one-bedroom apartment waiting for you. Just for you, bud. Just for you. Um, that was great. So happy to have uh, the number one movie critic of all time, favorite <laughs> movie uh, critic of all time, uh, number one fan of every movie, uh, <laughs> Zach the Tube Sock Hartman on today. That was great. Zach, Thanks, what's Zach. that Tube Sock for Hartman? Zach, what? <laughs> IMF agent number one. Number tube one. Sock. Number two. Zach, what are you doing with that Tube Sock in your bedroom, Hartman? <laughs> Um, well, we're happy to be back. Um, professor had a little road trip this summer, took a little vacation. Um, from what I, what I know, it was a really good one. He came down and saw me as well. Um, we took a couple weeks off, which was, which was really nice. And now we're, uh, we're going to be back on this train. So really we're excited about it. We're back at it. We're back in it. And so we're, yeah, we're really excited about getting this thing back on the, on the road and, and getting going with these. Um, set it to cruise control, as they say, set it to cruise. Uh, but yeah, like always, please, uh, check us out on Facebook, um, on iTunes, Spotify. You can find us at professor Jones. We're on Instagram at professor podcast. Um, I am on Twitter at bro underscore digs. Uh, any of you gentlemen want to shout out anything for yourself besides David, any of you two over there besides David, <laughs> just one that, of you, want any to shout one out. of you, <laughs> Nope. Nothing. No. <laughs> no social media presence. All right. I like to well, keep my private life private. <laughs> um, but I guess no, just follow check. our Instagram account. Mine's Dave TJ twenty three, but it's not necessary. So um, yeah, Professor follow the Professor Podcast. Jones stuff. It's the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, please like and, and share, subscribe, send to your friends, and please leave a review. It. I just had a friend of mine that told me that he left a review the other day, and it was very nice means a lot to us that apple itunes review helps out a lot and that's pretty much where they base all of their stuff on so that gets you higher in the rankings and helps out a ton so yeah so thank you everybody for listening as always love you all thanks a lot for listening thanks for having me until next week we'll be living our lives a quarter mile at a time same old ethan Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones.